Let us now stand for the reading of the word. I'm going to preach on the, the true baptism of the Holy Spirit. So we are going to read from Acts 2.37. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of their apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ephesians chapter 1 it says, in whom he also trusted after that he heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. May the Lord add blessings to the reading of his word. Now, I want to say. I've, uh, I've called it the true because there is the false. The Holy Spirit is one, but the ministry has uh, given a wrong, a false uh, thing to people, calling it the Holy Spirit. Now, this is to the best of my understanding that I'm going to preach what I believe is the true one. Uh, the Catholics believe in the, in the Holy Spirit. But what they call the Holy Spirit is uh, the Eucharist. When they teach a child uh, catechism, and then he, he passes, and then he receives the first, sac the first sacrament of penitentia. Then the second, what follows is the Eucharistia. The word Eucharistia means. Holy Spirit. Eucharistia. Holy Spirit. So they believe that when the priest consecrates the bread, 
He invites Jesus and Jesus enters in it. All of Jesus with his nail and hair and bones and flesh and spirit. So when the priest says now receive the blood of Jesus Christ you lick out the tongue and say Amen. Amen. Ah. You swallow it. Oh, yes. The Holy Spirit has entered. You have received the Holy Spirit. Now we know that is not true. Because Brother Brown, as his Brother Brown puts it, on the door Pentecost, a priest did not come with a box full of kosher bread and say, lick out the tongue and receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the Anglicans believe that after the catechism, that sacrament of confirmation, confirmation, the bishop comes and lays a hand on the on you, and then he gives a slap on your cheek. And that is the Holy Spirit. From that moment you receive the Holy Spirit. Because they quote Paul that he laid hands upon them and received the Holy Spirit. But, the, but Paul didn't slap them. And also Paul, when he laid hands on them, something happened. There is a power that came in them. And they spoke in tongues. And prophesied. And they knew they have received. Something happened. But when the Paul, when the bishop of the Anglican church does so. Nothing happens. And they assume. That now you have the Holy Spirit. That is a false word. The seventh day Adventists believe that every human being has the Holy Spirit. Because when you're going to steal, when you're going to commit adultery, you go your heart pumping, fearing, something telling you, don't go. That's the wrong thing you're going to do. So what is that? They say the Holy Spirit. So every human being has the Holy Spirit. That is very contrary to the Bible. Why did they have to receive the Holy Spirit? Particular ones. And, and, and then Paul asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit since he believed if every human being has the Holy Spirit, by the virtue of the conscience biting him or warning him, why did he ask them to receive the Holy Spirit? The Pentecostals believe when you speak in tongues, that is the Holy Spirit. They call it the initial evidence. In other words, when you are receiving the Holy Spirit the very first time, you have to speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, you have not received it. 
until when they are leading people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they call, they, they call, they will call them from, from and, and then they tell them, repeat these words, speak them very fast, say, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I was in so many meetings of receiving the Holy Ghost, baptism in the Pentecostals, they don't have a uniform formula, some will say, say, hallelujah, 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 Another one says, say, Amen, Amen, Amen. Another one says, say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Another says, Speed, 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 Bible. They never suggested to anyone. They never described any particular thing. You have to receive. And they call it the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, do all speak in tongues? No. Do all prophesy? So the Bible clearly puts tongues as one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But not all speak in tongues. The message religion they say, when you believe the word, when you believe the message, you have the Holy Spirit. Because the word is the evidence. Now, the word is the evidence. But now, how do we know you believe the word? Because even Satan believes. If you ask Satan, if you ask Satan today, is Jesus the Son of God? He will say he does. If you ask Jesus, Satan, is Brother Branham a prophet? He will say yes. The demon said, the demon is Paul we know. Paul on and Jesus we know. Amen. So the demons will tell you, Branham we know. Amen. It is true. That is the evidence. But now, not everyone who says he's a believer of the message that he's a, a real believer. And also, you cannot start looking for evidence. For instance, we cattle keepers, there are signs we look at. And we tell this cow is pregnant. But you cannot start talking about the evidence. When it has never met a bull. Amen. It has to have the experience with a bull fast. 
Then we talk about the signs. Now, if you have never had an experience of the Holy Ghost, don't talk about the evidence. Amen. Now, I want to, re to depend very much on the prophet because I know this is a very sensitive topic. First of all, I want I want us to see what emphasis Brother Branham put on the bosom of the Holy Spirit. A bit of some areas where he really put strong emphasis. In the message, what was the Holy Ghost given for? He said, now, one closing remark now. And remember then, it is absolutely now, to you people, it's absolutely essential and necessary and compelling and compulsory that you receive the Holy Ghost now. For if you don't, you can't come in the resurrection. Now watch. God cannot break his laws. We know that. He follows his laws. What an emphasis. Is that a topic to take lightly? I read a book. That was compiled by the granddaughter of Brother Branham. She's called Angela Smith. It is called the Generations. Life of a Prophet. She went around picking testimonies from the personal acquaintances of Brother Branham. And one of them that testified, he said, after Brother Branham preaching this message, the one he has made closing remarks like that, called what was the Holy Ghost given for? He said, him preaching that. It set the Branham Tabernacle in such a desperation. Each one ran like a crazy person to go look for the Holy Ghost. And this particular brother says he stayed there in his Place. Desperately seeking and praying. And then Brother Branham went that side to hunt. And when he reached there, he told him, I can see, brother, you are seeking the bosom of the Holy Ghost. He said, God will give it to you. He said, I'm going back to Jeffersonville. I will return after some time. I don't remember whether he said one month or one week. 
But if I find you have not received him, I will kneel down and pray with you until you receive him. It sets him on desperation. He preached that message on 19th of December. But he told them, go into rooms. Close the door. Stay on the knees. Don't leave. Even if Christmas finds you there, don't come out until you have received. Brother Branham never took it lightly. The way we take it. He never just mentioned it as he preaches. It was a very serious thing to Brother Branham and in the Branham Tabernacle. I know here in Uganda most ministers believe the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they preach it. But the problem is the emphasis. The emphasis is not good enough. Paul said the theme of every apostle was the person of the Holy Ghost. That's why Paul finds the group of believers in Ephesus and before he preaches anything he asks them have you received the Holy Ghost since he believed and when he realized that they had not received he said before we talk of any other thing this first and anyway if you have not received the Holy Ghost, how about the water baptism? He realized it was faulty. He took them to, to baptism first. And from that, laid hands on them. First put aside, aside seven seals. First put aside marriage and divorce First put aside seven church ages. First things first. First things must come first. And I think that is the problem we have in the message. We have taken the first things. You know, passively. And we are going to great things where we are knocking heads. Amen. Amen. So this brother says, then Brother Branham left. Then he said, but before he returned, this brother was playing a tape of Brother Branham. And then the Holy Ghost came upon him. He received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. In that very book, You'll find the testimony of John Smith. No, John Smith. George Smith. Sorry. George Smith. 
He also gives his testimony. He said when he was uh, interested in Brother Branham's girl, Rebecca. Rebecca, I mean, Brother Branham told him, George, you can have her. But I will not allow you to take her into marriage until you have received the baptism of the Holy The bride price that the Branham required was the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Brother Branham clearly told us a man without the Holy Ghost is a beast. He was not ready to give a his daughter to a beast. That beast must be converted. Receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And then he started seeking. George Smith says, George Smith around that time when he was seeking the Holy Ghost, Brother Green, Pili Green, Pili Green. Green, he visited Brother Tabanako. And Brother Branham told Pastor Pili Green, Pastor Peter Green, this young man here you are seeing here is to be my son-in-law. I want you to go with him to your church. Tucson. Tucson. And get him a room where he's going to seek the Holy Ghost. He took him. He went along with him. Took son. He started praying. It was like a serious project. Which we treat differently. I wonder why. Why do we treat it differently? That it should come as a by the way. It was a serious project. He's then took son for the business of seeking the Holy Spirit. And then Pilgrim, and then Smith says that one day a, a pastor friend visited Brother Pilgrim. And as they were conversing, Pilgrim told him, by the way, in that room there, there is a young man. He's to be a son-in-law to Brother Branham. He's seeking the Holy Spirit. Let us go. Lay hands on him that he may receive the Holy Ghost. They went to him. He's on the knees praying. They lay hands on him. Then he said, he said, a sharp ray of light came from heaven and entered him and he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, a phone rang. Immediately, and then Brother Pilgrim went and picked him. Hello, Brother Pilgrim. Give me that young man. I want to talk to him. And he called the young man. Here is Brother Branham. He, he said, 
Brother Smith, Smith, I wanted to be the first one to congratulate you upon receiving the Holy Ghost. Amen. Where do we get these other methods? Of we receive when we believe. Who is your prophet in that? And Brother Branham could not give his son-in-law the Holy Ghost. He had to labor through on his knees. He only recognized when God answered the prayer of the young man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then there is the testimony of Billy Paul. Then there is a testimony of the wife of the Billy Paul. Brother Branham said she has fasted. And she has lost a lot of weight. Until she's just born. Sinking the Holy Ghost. And when Billy Paul got the Holy Spirit. He said poor Billy. He came trembling. He said dad I will receive the Holy Spirit. He said Lord. May the angel go to her mother. To his mother. Because she prayed so. When she was dying. May the angels go to her. To his mother. And tell her. Tell her. Billy is coming. It's absolutely essential. Unnecessary. And compelling. And compulsory. That you receive the Holy Ghost now. For if you don't. You can't come in the resurrection. He's talking about the first resurrection. He said, when a seed gets in the ground, if it does not have a gem of life, no matter how good the atmosphere you give it, it can never come up. The first resurrection will be with who went to the ground with the life of Jesus Christ which you receive in the bosom of the Holy Ghost without the bosom of the Holy Spirit don't expect to come up in the first resurrection you won't be in the rapture you rest there a thousand years you stay there for a thousand years Waiting to come up with Judas and Pilate and Nimrod and Jezebel and Cain to be judged. But blessed and holy are those who have had their part in the first resurrection. For those ones, the second death has no power over them.
Another place of emphasis, he says. Now there is a vast difference between just a Christian and a Holy Ghost filled Christian. Vast difference. And now we are going to get this from the scripture. And place it just exactly in the scripture. The first place, there is a Christian professed to be a Christian. But if this Christian has not yet been filled with the Holy Ghost. He's only in process of being a Christian. See? He is professed to believe it. He's working to it. But God has not yet given him his spirit of the Holy Ghost. He's not yet reached that goal with God. That God has recognized it. You say you believe. That is you saying. But God has also to believe that you have believed. Because not all believing is genuine believing. That's why God had to test Abraham before he could give him the sign of circumcision. So you are in the process of becoming a real Christian. Another place of emphasis. But you must have the token. Do you hear Branham Tabernacle? You must have the token display. Without it, all you are believing is in vain. See? We are these believers of the message. Was Branham Tabernacle believers of the message? And he's telling them without it, all they are believing is vain. Listen. Malachi 4. Came to prepare a bride, the bride for the rapture. Without you being a bride going into the rapture, your level of Christianity is at the level of anybody. It's on the level of a Baptist, a Pentecostal, but the real work of Malachi 4 is to prepare the bride for the rapture. He was Eliezer preparing a bride for Isaac. Not people who are going to remain here 
and go through the great tribulation. That's why without the Holy Spirit that will take you into the rapture, your believing is not an I'm going home in the morning train. The evening train will be too late. I'm going home in the morning train. I'm going home in the Rapture Express. Uh, express yeah. I'm going home in the Rapture Express. The evening train will be too late. The evening train comes after 1,000 years. That will be too late. You have gone through tribulation. You have missed millennium. That's when you are resurrecting. Did you believe the message to come in the evening train? You can as well remain anywhere. But if you came in the message, you left to those denominations, you have suffered a lot of things because of the message. You should go in the morning train. You must not go through the tribulation. You must not miss the millennium. Do you hear Branham Tabernacle? You must have the token display. Without it, all your believing is vain. You will live a good life. You listen to what the word says. You go to church. You try to live right. That's fine. But that's not it. A good life, yes. You go to church, yes. Everything, yes. But that's not it. When I see the blood, that's the token, and the token is here. Another one. Now that is them three. Now in the next, then the next thing is to do. Is there, is then you are born again when you receive the Holy Ghost? That's when you are converted. You might be in the process of conversion. But you are not converted until it's completed. And you are sealed into the kingdom of God. You can stay in the message for 20 years. You can preach the message for 40 years and you have no Holy Ghost. Some people are proud because of the time they have lived in the message. It's not about time. It's not about having, knowing the mysteries. You are not converted until you receive the Holy Ghost. The Bible said after Peter had both been saved and sanctified. Give power to cast out unclean spirits. And to preach the gospel. Jesus plainly told him. He was not converted. Until he received the Holy Ghost. 
Peter. Peter. Given power. Nanamani. To cast evil spirits. Peter. Called into the ministry. Ah, and commissioned. Until G- and Jesus at the end of it all. Listen. Peter, Peter had the revelation of the message. When Jesus asked them. What do men say? I the son of man am. And some say this. But what about you? He says thou art Jesus at Christ. The son of the living God. He said. Oh. あ、え、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
Brother, sister, if you have the Holy Ghost in your soul, oh, hallelujah, rest assured, you are booked for the rapture. Amen, amen, amen. 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 You, may be, you may get temptations. You may get trials. They may persecute you. They may speak every kind of thing against you. But you have an earnest of your salvation. Jesus has booked you and he has said, I am coming for you in a remain person. Brother, we are in these bodies. The bodies are not combated. Sometimes we get tempted. But they will be redeemed also. They will be redeemed. Jesus is coming with a balance. He's coming with a balance. He has booked you. He has given you the down payment. He's coming with a balance. Oh, hallelujah. When the balance comes, even your body will be saved, will be redeemed. You'll never be tempted again. He's coming. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God by which you have been sealed until your day of redemption. I'm longing for hope. Oh, hallelujah. I'm longing for that day. Then cheer, my brother, cheer. Our trials soon will be over. Our loved ones, we shall meet. We shall meet on the golden shore. We are pilgrims and we strangers. We are seeking for a city. I know my Redeemer liveth. I know whom I have believed. And I persuade Amen. I am persuaded he is able to keep that which has promised against, against that day. Praise be the name of the Lord. And he said, after you have converted, strengthen your brethren. That was on the night of the betrayal that he was not yet converted and no man is truly converted and no man is truly converted until he has been changed and died to himself and the Holy Spirit has control over that person they don't want to do it. That is how important it is. And the, the prophet said they are afraid of it. Is the whole time Holy Spirit. And the devil won't go near. That's the reason people fear. But it's good enough for me. In this message, when you talk about the Holy Ghost, they say you're talking about emotions. The Holy Ghost is not emotions. The Holy Ghost is a person of Jesus Christ. But when he comes in your life, that he came on the Dopenicost, he has never changed. Brother, sister, if natural wine has not changed, 
The spiritual wine has no change. When Noah drank wine, what happened? That is how that people who drink wine today behave. And when Peter received the Holy Ghost, when Mary received the Holy Ghost, when others received the Holy Ghost, when the door Pentecost, the way he acted on them is the way he acts today. He does not change. No matter what anybody will say, they cannot fight to back Arwana. They cannot overcome to back Asingura. A God principle. Yes. Amina. The reason people don't want to take it is because their style is because of their style and their pride. They are proud. Their business partners will come in church and they find sisters and brothers crying and screaming. So it, they are ashamed of it. The prophets say, yes, the reason people don't want it is because of their style and their pride. And I see it's getting to creep into us Pentecostal people. Brother Branham said he was a Pentecostal from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. That's what he said. Hallelujah. Amen. He said he became a Pentecostal before he knew that there is a Pentecostal church. Pentecost is an experience. Pentecost is an experience. Hallelujah. Amen. Pentecost is an experience. experience. Peter was a Pentecostal. Paul was a Pentecostal. Irenaeus was a Pentecostal. Columba was a Pentecostal. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus Church yes, is one. Jesus has one church. That is a Pentecostal church. Brother Bram said, that is the only church that Jesus Christ calls his own. All others are false. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a weapon that costs a praise as There is a weapon that costs a praise. There is a weapon that costs He's not ashamed of his religion. He's not ashamed to testify. Jesus Church is a Pentecostal. I'm a Pentecostal preacher. I'm not ashamed of being a Pentecostal preacher. Jesus, Brother Branham was a Pentecostal preacher. One time he was preaching and he entered in the spirit and he spoke in tongues. 
Amen. And he said, You are the rock in the weary land. You are the shadow in the time of storm. And he said, He started running around the church. Amen. He started running around the church. And by the time he came to himself, he was folding the legs of his trousers. He was? He was folding the legs of his trousers. Fully drunk. Yesterday I gave you a, 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 a testimony. When he ran and ran and ran, shouting hallelujah. Then he turned around the tree. And then he got so drunk. He fell. And he embraced the tree. And he kissed it. Talk about a Pentecost. One time he preached a message he called. Why I'm a holy roller. Why am I roller? Why am I roller? Brother Branham said, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost came, they went through the windows, they went through the doors, they were not ashamed of their religion, and they were drunk, they were, they were standing and drunk people. He said, you know what? You Catholic people, the blessed Virgin Mary was among them. Then he said, if Jesus could not let his mother go to heaven without that kind of an experience, he will not allow you there. You may be seated. The reason people don't want to take it is because of their style and their pride. I see it's getting to creep into us Pentecostal people. A little pride. We don't want to do it. I don't want to get down at, the, at that altar and boom. Um, they may think uh, it's me who's just speaking these things by myself. It's there. Is the whole time Holy Spirit and the devil That's the reason people fear him. But it's good enough. Oh, he's so good. I want to For it makes me like my brother. And he brings things from Alakara. And it's good enough for me. Yes! It will do when I am dying. It's because of their pride. It's getting to creep into us. People. A little pride. We don't want to, to do it. I don't want to get down at that altar. 
and boo. The churches of the message, if you scream, Hallelujah! They get scared. They all turn around. Who is that? And the preacher gets lost. And the deacon comes and says, Sister, uh, sister, hold your peace. We forget. You are disrupting the preaching. You are disrupting the service. It's a shame. It's a shame. I wish I had time to read the quotes of what Brother Bram says about that. That's why we are failing to win souls. People who fear to stand and say hallelujah. They cannot stand on the street to preach the They fear it. They cannot be, they are ashamed of him. They fear even to hold the Bible. And walk to their office or to the public office. Or enter in a bus. Holding a Bible. They fear to be identified with Jesus. But brother, a drunk person has no fear. He fears nobody. Be drunk in the spirit. Be filled with the spirit. Trim your lamp. And let it be burning. If I had a candle and a matchbox, I would have given that to illustration. If please help me to illustrate that. A little pride. We don't want to do it. Uh -huh. We all know that the Bible teaches the new birth. And they substituted handshakes and everything else for the new birth. But it will never take the place of the new birth. It's got to be an experience, a born again experience. We all know that any kind of a birth is a mess. When a baby is born, it's on the floor. If it's on a shark pile, shark pile, all in the pink decorated hospital room, it's a mess. But it brings life. That's what the new birth is. It's a mess. It brings new life. It ain't a style. 
all are put on. Ninga oche All decoration of creeds. Ninga is the bosom of the Holy Ghost. And that's the secret of the real believing church. Born again. Oh, I know. You get up from the altar. Cry and boo and squealing and slobbering. But it brings life. Experience, that experience it's what the people fear. They think that it win. It will spoil their church. But when people come in and find people when they are drunk and but people will get scared. In the book of Acts, it never scared away converts. Listen. By the way, it is biblical for people to fear. The Bible says when Ananias and Sapphira died, people feared them and they exalted them. But they, they feared to join them. But God, God added to them as many as believed. People, God will add when these people are filled with the Holy Spirit. God is going to keep them with power. They will cast out demons. They will heal the sick. They will testify. And God's people will come. Now you never hear a plan to describe a mess in your other way. Don't describe mess in your own way. Brother Branham has described it. First of all, we must not fear it. I'm not here encouraging fanaticism. And anyway, it's not me. It's your prophet. Amen. Amen. But because, listen, people will not say that they don't like the Holy Ghost. No. But they fear. They fear the manifestation it brings. They fear that. They fear screaming. Brother Branham said, when a child is born, the only way to know that it is alive, it lets us scream. And he said, many churches fear those screaming babies. Being born. They fear that. Now, there is a very important question that was asked Brother Branham that really can help our situation. It says, Dear Brother Branham, do you believe that saints should follow all who have the Holy Spirit? 
All who have the Holy Spirit, signs should follow them. He answers. Jesus said so. Mark 16. In bracket, that is the open and close bracket. If so, what about the people who believe the message? With all that is in them. If it, if it be like that. How about the people. That we already see. That believe this message. With all their life. Yet. They have. Have you also seen them? Have you found them there? You have not seen them. Yeah, they believe this message. With all their hearts, by the signs, they will never hear tongues among them. You will never hear any prophecy. You will not hear any healing. You will not hear any interpretation of tongues. By the church has been there for 20 years. There has never been anyone speaking in tongues. And another one to interpret them. The question continues. Are they unbelievers? All they need the Holy Spirit. If so, please instruct us today how to receive the Holy Ghost. We believe your God is mouthpiece for our day. You are brother. That's what you are, brother. Brother Branham. Branham. Instruct us, message believers, how to receive the Holy Ghost. Thank you, my brother, for regarding me as your brother. And, that's, and I think that's a very good question. Friends, yes, it's a little slack. I'd like to deal a little beat longer on that and if I could. It is slack. Look. You cannot receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost without having an experience when it happens. Me, brethren, I want to hide behind the prophet. I'm not the messenger of the age. Amen. God did not say, I will send you Gideon. So, he says, you cannot. Now, that experience of is not only rolling. It is not only speaking tongues. You may speak in tongues. You may not speak in tongues. You may roll. You may not roll. You may cry. You may not cry. But 
there has to be an experience. When the power of God comes in a human being, he will know. Listen, even witch doctors, when they call upon Rubare, and the judges come, they know. They know there is a change in the atmosphere. And even they change the voices. Even Brother Branham, when the angel would come, he is here now. There would be an experience. And he knows he's here. He said, He is not standing two feet from me. He's feeling him around. Brother, the creator of heavens and earth cannot come in your soul and you fail to know it. Listen, the first time. Jesus filled a person with the Holy Ghost. Jesus filling a person with the Holy Spirit. The first, the first time Jesus was not yet born. Amen. Amen. And his cousin his cousin brother who was going to be his messenger was dead in the womb and when the mother of Jesus and the mother of John when their their stomachs melt Jesus filled John with the Holy Ghost and John Amen Amen. Amen. I don't know whether he spoke in tongues or not. But he got an experience. And even the mother said, You are blessed, Mary. Even the son of your home is a blessing because he has quickened. Brother, if a baby in the mother's womb when he receives the Holy Ghost there is an experience how about you? Now listen. You may be seated now. You say no, uh-huh. You cannot receive the whole the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now that talk about the talk what's come or quera. 
you cannot without having an experience when it happens. In another place he said you cannot forget the day. Now, it doesn't mean that cramming the dates but you remember that moment. You can even take us to the place and say I was here when it happened. Now, if you believe every speck of the word, every speck, you say you believe every speck of it, then the word is laying in there, waiting for the Holy Spirit to put it to work. Hey. Amen. I thought the word is the Holy Ghost. Hey. No. The word is laying in hey. there. Waiting for the Holy Spirit to put it to work. But it takes the lighting of the candle. Here. Aha. Here is the candle with the wick in it. Uh -huh. And with the tallow. And everything it has to have in that candle. But until the fire comes on it, it will not shine any light. No matter how perfect the candle is and how perfect it will burn and everything. Do you believe this will burn? Huh? Eh? Aha. Aha. Why? It's a pure candle. This is the pure word. Pure message. In it, there is healing. In it, there is resurrection. In it, it has power to overcome the world. But, you cannot see that power when there is no lighting of it. Amen. That's why men commit adultery with, a, with this candle in them because it cannot give light. Some of them are preachers. They commit adultery. And repent and commit another adultery. And commit another. That's why. You can lie. With a message in you. With this candle and no light, Kandeji, you, 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 with this candle and no light, Kandeji, 
You can walk in darkness. Look. Ah. It is even failing to stand. But, but now somebody come and hold for me. With fire, this brother will stand. Amen. He will stand. He will have to stand. Hallelujah! Fire, fire, fire! Fire, fall on me! Fire, fire, fire! Fire, fall on me! As on the day of Pentecost, fire fall. The brother is converted now. Amen. The Holy Ghost has come on the Word. And now the Word has manifested the light. We are dying without this light. Moses, Musa, he had the word. But he got defeated. He ran away. But when he met that pillar of fire, when he met that burning bush experience, he was a different Moses. No matter how perfect the candle is, and how perfect it will burn, and everything is going to be litten, and then it burns. And when you believe, and when you believe, and are made up of the instructions of what the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, the fruit that it bears out until the Holy Spirit with a fire experience comes down and lights that candle. You haven't received the Holy Ghost. You've got to have the experience to have the Holy Ghost. Brother, that is the message. Amen. This is 1964. 
This was said in 1964. A year before he died. When did he change it? This was after the seals. We have the word. We have the word. We have the word. We have the word. It's like saying we have a candle. We have a candle. Receive the Holy Ghost. No, 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 no. We have the word. We have the word. We have the candle. Why do you hate one another? With the word. Amen. When do you, why do you backbite one another? And when you think a minister is in wrong, calls all over the country. Have you tried to help him? Rumamongaras, Bakabaitas, even ministers. Now, when you talk about the Holy Ghost, immediately the shield they bring out is without sensations. It is in the message, is it the sign of the answer? One of the mysteries revealed by Malachi 4 was the mystery of the baptism of the Holy Ghost without sensation. But the person of Christ performing in you but the same works that he did. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, we are not preaching sensations. We are not telling you speaking tongues. Sensations is a wind. A rushing wind passed over me. And then you claim the Holy Ghost because some wind passed over you. I felt my hair stand. The, the presence of God does that. But is that an evidence? No. So Pentecostals, we are talking of oil coming from their hands. The the said, that is not the Holy Ghost. It may be the presence of the Holy Spirit, but it's not the evidence that you have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the person of Jesus Christ in you doing the same works. Listen. Did Jesus speak in tongues? Let us look at the same works. Doing the same works. Brother Branham said, Jesus, on the cross, he died speaking tongues. He said, Eloi, 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 
and his countrymen they got confused they could not hear what he said because he said it in tongues they said he's calling upon Elias yet he was saying my God, my God why hast thou forsaken me the same works when he filled them with the Holy Ghost opened up Pentecost what works did he manifest they prophesied they spoke in tongues they got drunk because the person has come in listen Tokomaku without sensation. Don't no. end on that phrase of read more. But the person manifesting the same. Listen. You can receive a gift. It does not mean that you have received the person. Pentecostals can receive healing, prophecies, blah, 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 speak in tongues. That does not mean that that's a person. Even here, you can roll. You can cry. That's not the sign that you receive the person. But when you receive the person, you receive him with all that is in him. Look, I can give any woman a gift. But she doesn't have me. I give her a gift. I walk away. But there is one woman. I gave myself to her. And she has all my gifts. Amen. That is the difference. That does not take away the manifestations. It doesn't take away emotions. Now listen to this again. We have seen the mystery of the person of the Holy Ghost without, without sensation but the person of Christ performing in you the same works that he did. Now listen to this other one. Does the prophet contradict? No. I say this, my beloved people. Listen to me. I will stand with you someday in the day of judgment. I will have to answer. I will never answer to a creed so help me God I will answer to the Bible that's the book I will stand by there is no place in the Bible where they ever receive the Holy Ghost without having emotions speaking with the tongues and shoutings and praises of God and prophecies and manifestation. They never did just walk up and shake hands with the preacher and walk away.
People misunderstand him. They misunderstand this quote of without emotions. And they use it as a shield to protect their fear for the Holy Ghost. They fear him. They fear him. Here it is. In the here it is in the power of the Spirit. Doing the same thing that Jesus did. Here it is on picture. On picture. The same pillar of fire. Moving the same fruits. Same spirit. Having the same emotions. Same actions. Same signs. Same wonders. There you are. Brother. You just say, receive him the way they received him in the book of Acts. If he came without manifestation, then receive him that way. But there is no place in the Bible where they received him without him, those things. There are many quotes that are saying that. Let me tell you something. I know this is on tape. But here it comes anyhow. Listen. I'm going to tell you something. It's a shame. People trying. I've never believed that the Holy Ghost was shaking. I've never believed that the Holy Ghost evidence was speaking tongues. Or crying. Or shouting. Them, them is emotional sensations. I believe that the Holy Ghost can do that. But the Holy Ghost is the tabernacling deity. I believe a great bunch of people that claims to have the Holy Ghost that don't know one thing about it. You meet God. How on the day of Pentecost they said now this is the baptism now like the Baptist today the Presbyterian Methodist, the Presbyterian Methodist. Asked, do you believe you got that? Oh yes, we accept it by faith. By faith, nothing. That ain't it. It's a sensation. You like to see a sunset and you can stand and watch the sun go down and cry and tears run down. That and God. That's emotion from something that is in you. You hear somebody being sick or somebody dying. You scream out and cry. That's not God. That's human emotion. I've seen people 
at ball game get so happy, they would stammer their lips. Everything else. But don't tell me we, we are in a need of a revival of salvation. And the Pentecostal come around, get the people worked up, and tell them they can speak in tongues. They got the Holy Ghost. And some of them live all kinds of lives. Balance. Are you seeing the balance of it? Those things of the Pentecostals looking for emotions. It's not what we are talking about. We are talking about the Holy Spirit. Him as a person to come and dread in you. After we listen, brother, at the Pentecost, it wasn't so. They never relied upon any tongues or anything. Whether we are standing in the place, we are accord. They saw on each one of them leaks of fire about like that hanging above their heads. God was there. It was no it was no accepted by faith. All some emotion. Now someone who says just to believe that you have it without getting an experience. That one is like this one who says that when you just shake a bit that you have received it. Are those two they are not like the day of Pentecost. Let, let me read this. It was not accepted by faith. All they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And then went out and began to speak with the tongues. But first they met God. That's what the matter today. People get worked up and excited, emotional, and, and, and it's not the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is tabernacling deity. Your words is his word. I tell you what we need today is a call. Now, brother, sister, after you have received that experience, compare your life with the word. There are people who get experience. Rain falls on the just and the unjust. The Holy Ghost is rain. People can get an experience. They can even fall. They can even roll. They can even kick chairs. But that is just anointing on the flesh. 
and it will never change you. Man has a, is a triune being. The body, the spirit, and the soul. He can just anoint your spirit. And your body. And you see visions. And you prophesy. And you fall. And you roll. But if you are genuine, seeking, knowing what you're seeking, that you're seeking the tabernacling deity to come and settle in you and change you, he will come. He will settle in your soul. And he will change your life. He will change your decisions. Amen. Amen. He will change your choices. He will give you love for his word. He will give you faith in the word. He will wake you up in the night to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. He will make you love your Bible. Brother, when you get the real Holy Ghost, your Bible will know. Amen. Your Bible will know. Your husband will know. Your wife will know. Your seat in the church will know. Your message books will know. They will know that there is a change. There is a change that came in this woman. That came in this man. If you are a preacher, your pulpit will know. Amen. Hallelujah. Your pulpit will know. Hallelujah. Brother Branham's Bible. Would get old the papers because of crying as he reads it. As he reads it, oh, the Spirit of God will touch him. He would weep. And by the time he realizes, the papers are wet. Your Bible will know. When you gather Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Your pulpit will know. Brother Branham. He visited the Pentecostals the first time. And they brought. They brought an old man. 
They were holding a Bible for him. They put him in the pulpit. He said, all these people, Yaja, all these people, they are not kind. They want to, they want to make that all thing preach. They put him there. He said, read for me. Such and such a chapter. In the book of Job. They read it. Where, where are you? Where, where are you? When the morning starts. And the sons of God. Shouted together for Job. He said let us go. 10,000 years behind. A million years. There is no star. There is no moon. There is no sun. There is God. In him we are sons of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And where were you? I was there. I was there. He stood. He moved. He moved. He moved. He moved. Amen. He said, Najira, you have no no place for me to preach. You people, you have no no place for me to preach. Amen. <laughs> Brother Branham said, If this is what it can do, on an old man like that, what will it do in me, a young man? Amen. I want it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother, sister. We need those broken wires. We needed the wires of Jesus. Brother Branham, Brother Branham talks about an old, an old Negro man who was in a former college church. He was poor without shoes. And every time the preacher said something, something good, the old man lifted his heels. Hallelujah! And the preacher would get lost. Uh, 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 I was saying, Jesus, yes, he died for sinners. And those sinners is me and you. Hey, hey, hey. Amen.
and the service would be would be disrupted. So the deacon thought this old man he will continue disturbing the service. And there is nothing we can do. We cannot charge him. So you see, let us do him a deed of kindness. We go buy him shoes. In the next service, when he sees our kindness, he will sympathize with us. They went and bought him shoes. And now he came in the service. And the preacher preached. He felt the fire build. But he looked at the shoes. The preacher preached again. The fire, the pressure build. He looked at us. <laughs> it became too much. <laughs> until he wanted freedom. So we are from CJ. He got us. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's what the Holy Ghost does. Amen. We need a brother. I said, brother. If they buy for you shoes, give them their shoes. Give them their shoes. Sika ngato. Tigwe demke tobiawe. Sika ngato. Tobiake ito. Brother Bram, now you get a kumukado mulala. Bram talked about another old man. An old man was filled with the Holy Ghost. He used always to praise and worship. Hallelujah. One day he visited his daughter in a city. The daughter knew that this because she was also going to host her friends. The university fellows. She knew that this dad is going to shame me. He made him up in the higher floor and gave him a book. A geography book. He removed the Bible from him. She thought it was the Bible that makes him mad. It's the Bible that makes him mad. Daddy, this time read this book. Daddy, took the Bible. Then he turned the pages. He started, then she started to When they were there, they had a shout, a scream. The man was there jumping and rejoicing. The plasters. He had terror. Plaster was falling off the wall. Plaster when I could get sick. And the girl climbed up there. He said, but daddy. What's wrong with you? I thought it is a Bible. But this is just a geography book. Where do you see the word of God there? 
He said, daughter, I know this is a geographic book. But no, look here. You see, I looked at this lake. And they said, it is so deep. It has no bottom. And I remembered, Jesus put my sins in the sea of forgetfulness. They are still going down, 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 down. They have never even reached the bottom. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother. We read the wires of Jesus. To be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. You walk in Hoima. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you board the bus. You feel like crying because of the fire of God in you. By that, you won't see naked women. Then, when you are like that, what about Boiling in the spirit of God. You will not see the naked women. You will not. The Bible says. Be filled in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. You shall not fulfill. The last of the flesh. No let me. Let me. Let me. Let me avoid it. <laughs> Quoting and let me try to close. Because I was going to talk about the Holy Ghost is sold. Some people say you cannot seek the Holy Ghost. I've heard them teach here that you don't seek the Holy Ghost. They say a woman does not seek to deliver. She just eats, eats, eats. And then the child grows and And also laying on of hands. Some people they despise. Now, they use every kind of trick to discredit. They say, they fall and break chairs. Now, I'm not preaching breaking chairs. I'm not saying that the Holy Ghost is when you break chairs. No. But you cannot use that to discredit anything because it is biblical that people would meet God and they would fall. Slaying by the Holy Ghost is biblical and messagical. You don't throw yourself down. 
And we're not saying that you must fall. Me, when I received the Holy Ghost, I never fell. And I never spoke in tongues. But I remember he stammered. I could not speak. And I remember how it happened. But then you cannot say it is when you fall. No. But you cannot say that you cannot fall. It can happen, brother. It's not the evidence. No. You can fall yet you don't. You have been slain by the anointing, the Holy Spirit. But you can receive the Holy Ghost and fall. So I want to defend that in the, in the message. Brother Branham was asked. Does the Holy Ghost still given by laying on of hands? The disciples did this. Peter Paul and so on. Is it still possible? Paul received it in this manner. Now, he explains this. It's a long quote. And finally he said, I've seen them just fall like flies like that. As the Holy Spirit strikes them by laying on of hands. He has seen them uh, falling like flies. You lay hand on them and they fall like So you cannot discredit anything that because they fall. You see, even women can just fall. Women just fall. If a man can fall, can't a woman also fall? When John saw Jesus, he just fell as dead. So for what you have to receive, just receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Whatsoever he will bring in you, that's not what you are seeking. It's not what you are seeking. You are seeking the Holy Spirit. The, the deity of Warahanga. Tabernacling in your life, in your soul, that will change your life. What will happen is none of your business. There is a brother called Dr. Reedhead. He was a Rutheran. He came to Brother Branham. He had been challenged by a Muslim. Prove that you Christians, you are right and we are wrong. 
he failed. He had so many degrees. He said he could plaster the whole wall and cover the wall with degrees. In theology, in the Bible, but he could not prove that Jesus Christ is the only true Messiah. So, he said, uh, the Muslim told him, I will, I will, I will admit that your Christ told you something that our Muhammad did not tell us. He told you that the signs he did, you will do. Where is it? The same Muhammad can, can challenge a, a, a message believer. Where is it? He could not prove. Until he went to Brother Branham. Say, Brother Branham, I need the Holy Ghost. He said, But now, what do we Rutherans have? He said, you have the Holy Ghost. He said, how? He said, potentially. Potentially. What do you mean by potentially? He said, a certain man planted his field of maize. And the next morning, it will all germinate. Praise God for my maize. He said, was it really a maze? But potentially, it was maze. That's what you have. Then he asked, what about these Pentecostals? What they call the Holy Ghost? They scream, they shout, they break chairs, they break tables. What is that? Brother Branham said, there is a lot of fanaticism associated there but there is a true article there also. Don't dismiss the whole thing. Pardon? Don't yeah. dismiss the whole thing. They break chairs, they shout. Brother Branham could see there is some fanaticism. But there is a genuine thing also there. Maybe they lack the, the maturity. But there is something there general also there. So the man said, Brother Branham, pray for me that I receive the Holy Ghost. Brother Branham laid the hands on him. Prayed for him to receive the Holy Ghost. He received the Holy Ghost and he fell and broke a coffee table in Brother Branham's sitting room. He came condemning breaking tables. He ended up breaking a table, Brother Branham. Brother, sister. If you have never gotten the experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, never be deceived. Decide that I will never rest day and night. Day and night I want to rest until I receive the Holy Spirit. 
going to repent of all my sins. I'm going to repent of all my sins. And I cleanse my life. I'm going to pray. I'm going to persist. I'm going to persist on the knees until God feeds me. He will give him to you. May God bless you. Amen. Brother Talent, can you come and testify how you receive the Holy Ghost? Brother Talent, you should have to Come. Isha. He has always given me the testimony of when we were in a convention like this in Kabale. And then it was preached like this. He determined and how he got it. Yeah, God bless you, church. Uh, it's a wrong testimony. But uh, let me cut it short. Uh, I had completed my S6 and I was determined to serve God. As you know that gifts and callings I was out to I had met the angel of the Lord and uh, commissioned me to go to preach the gospel. But I was not knowing that you have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So after meeting the angel, then like in three months, I went in the Kabare Convention. Remember, even I was a preacher. And uh, God could show me a lot of things. I could do some discernment and whatever. Uh, when I reached in the Kabare, uh, I met Pastor Gideon. Uh, Pastor Guandaro. Pastor Guandaro. And there's another pastor guy from Kenya. Pastor Kenya. So they preached about the Holy Ghost. I remember Pastor Gideon to preach about him. Pastor Gideon And he said. Yajra. That without the Holy Ghost, you don't have even rights. To step on the pulpit. I cried. Because I felt the Holy Spirit was condemning me. Then I made a decision. I said that God, if truly you called me to be a minister, then you have to give me the Holy Ghost. I will never go back on that pulpit. As we traveled going back home, uh, because I used to preach, you know, if I talk about the gift, you can preach, you can pray for the sick people, you can do everything, and people may miss to pray that you have the best of the Holy Ghost. I used to do all of those things, but without the best of the Holy Ghost. So the, uh, our church, they knew that I had the Holy Ghost. And when we were about to reach home, they were telling me that at least brother talent, before you have the Holy Ghost, me, myself, according to how he has explained it, knowing that I don't have the Holy Ghost, I told the brethren, brother, even me, I'm like you. I don't have the Holy Ghost. I reached home. I told my father. 
I don't have the Holy Ghost. I want to go and seek the Holy Ghost. I told my uncle. I told my pastor. Pastor. Pastor, never give me again your pulpit. I don't have the Holy Ghost. Then I had to go in the in the from that time I had to go on the mountain. I, I determined that I am going I'm going to go in the mountain. I pray until God fills me the water. Another thing I decided that if I don't get the Holy Ghost, I'm like a dead person. Maybe I go in the lake I die. But then my heart told me, if you die without the Holy Ghost, then you are not going to heaven. Then I said, let me pray. I have to go in the mountain. I did everything. Uh, for like three months. Then I had to go. There was a meeting in Kampara. There was a convention. They preached more about the Holy Ghost. And uh, I came in a convention. Just pleading before God. Feeding me with the Holy Ghost. So it was the Sunday evening. In the last service. Pastor Gwandore preached. And he said. In the last service. Their last blessing. So in my heart. He said. That uh, we are going to pray. How many are prayer requests? Many people lifted up their hands. I believe we are like, like this or more. And he said, Those who have lifted up their hands, let them come. Few came. But in those few, just I was a man. I reached there. I said, Oh Lord. Remember me as a preacher. I quitted preaching. I quitted everything. Because I need the Holy Remember me, Father. Then they laid hands on me. After laying hands on me. I went back on my seat. So when I was seated there, it's when God feed me the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, my brother, you can, as Brother Branham says, you can forget everything. But you can never forget that day when God fills you with the Holy Spirit. From that day, things change. Brother Aspiran says that even the pulpit, we know that is very true. That the because everything changed. It's a lot of what happened after singing the Holy Ghost. But what I can say, the Holy Ghost is real. You can receive him even right now. He is real. He is the same. Yesterday, today,
Should I call another testimony? Yes. Yes. I would have called their pastor, but no. Because these are pastors. The pastor to receive the Holy Spirit. And he gives the testimony in the whole world. And he writes the whole nation. Amen. Amen. Now, if a pastor can be a pastor for many years without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and later on he receives him and gives the testimony. That's what we are saying. It's real. In the Bible, they will know it. They would say, let us choose seven men among ourselves to be deacons. Men filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Man. They knew the ones who were filled and the ones who were not filled. In the house of Cornelius, Peter, Peter was still preaching. They were filled with the mercy of the Holy Ghost. Peter, Peter said, Is there anyone who can refuse them to be baptized? To be baptized? Those who have received the Holy Ghost, as the way we received him, Brethren, time is fast spent. Time is fast spent. Before this conversion ends, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Even if this night, you can be filled, man. Just continue on with the hunger and the thirst. Hallelujah. Amen. Even tomorrow as we are preaching the word, you can be filled. You who got filled, you can be refilled. You can be refilled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.